It's your boy. <laughs> the one and only A switch. AKA why he breathing so hard. <laughs> AKA who keep taking all the damn frosting off the cake. Leaving all the leaving all the bread. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's petty. We all know there's, there's that person out there. Uh, AKA, um, the Kumake Tiger drop off, AKA the undefeated, uncontested, undisputed social distancing champion. AKA the nigga live master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 131 um happy thanks pre pre thanksgiving eve this is what thanksgiving eve eve episode so uh you getting a getting an early episode before the festivities uh, since, uh, I at least don't plan to be, uh, you know, recording this on that day. So you getting it early, you getting it early. You welcome. <laughs> you welcome. Don't, don't, don't say I never gave you anything. Um, what else? Oh, for those that don't know, uh, switch sites podcast is a solo dolo a video game podcast where I talk about just that. Um, I did say the date, but I'll say it again just to be sure. Today's date is November 23rd, Thanksgiving Eve, Eve. Um, <laughs> I know, uh, black Friday is, I think starting to come back to it's, uh, it's just becoming like black week. It feels like, where everything is like starting early. Um, get your elbows ready. That's all. <laughs> get your elbows ready. Uh, all these, all these, all these middle-aged moms, these Karens, uh, they come in for blood. I'm just, just prepare yourselves. All right. Um, what's, <laughs> what is a middle-aged woman's weakness? I don't, uh, is it pecan? something pecan in it <laughs> something pecan just throw some pecan on the floor when you uh black friday shopping hopefully you don't i don't plan to be doing any of that because that's just too much all the uh, what first and foremost i don't like people like that so uh, having all of them in very close vicinity on top of this still persistent mind you COVID situation um, no, thanks. No, thank you, ma'am. I'm okay. I'll be all right. I'm good. You could have that, that, uh, you can have that $50 TV that was made by some lesser known manufacturer that put the sticker of the, you know, higher, more reputable company on it. You can have it. You can have it. I don't, I don't want it. You can have it. So <laughs> just a PS <laughs> PSA, watch out, 
Watch out for the middle-aged moms. They feral. They coming. They coming for the jugular. But um, hey, you know, <laughs> like I said, just throw some pecan, some pecan pie, pecan ice cream. You gotta let it. <laughs> you gotta let it. Uh, let it. Let it. Um, put it in the freezer for a little bit, so it don't thaw out while you're on the way to the store. <laughs> These are some very unnecessary steps you have to take, but hey, this is just advice. This is just advice. Don't say, hey, man, I was listening to this podcast. They said, hey, if you uh, throw some pecan <laughs> on the floor, uh, that will detract, uh, that will, uh, you know, uh, bait them and they'll just jump on it and fight over that as a diversion. Somebody told me that, I swear. Hey, you didn't hear from me didn't hear from me. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> but I digress. Um, yeah, outside of that, I hope everybody have has a wonderful holiday. Um, you know, you know, with <laughs> what I said before, at least this episode, this uh, potentially might be on the shorter end. But you know what? I ain't going to keep you here longer than you don't need to be. So just keep that in mind either way. If I got something to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. All right. Okay. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Um, first topic of discussion is I feel like I'm <laughs> feel like I'm presenting an award. I'm just uh I'm holding the suspense. Holding the suspense. Keeping everybody captivated. <laughs> then they play with it more like, hey, how y'all doing? Y'all y'all good? Y'all ready to hear this? Hear the winner? Winner of this award? <laughs> Come on already. My God. So, uh, GTA trilogy, uh, if you, uh, been under a rock, um, or haven't, you know, been up to date on the gaming news in terms of outlets and all that stuff, uh, the game is horrible. I can also personally attest to this as, uh, I mentioned last episode, uh, just, just utter, utter garbage, uh, gutta trash uh complete horrible just sorry excuse rockstar should be ashamed of themselves take two should be ashamed of themselves um everybody involved should be ashamed of themselves ray liotta should be ashamed of themselves uh lionel richie should be ashamed of himself michael jackson should be ashamed of himself i mean that's I'm just I'm just kind of I'm a little salty that his song isn't in it I mean one of my favorite songs uh don't want to be starting want to be starting something that's not no longer in Vice City and that I took that personally so excuse me maybe that's a little bit of my personal bitterness coming out but um I'm blaming everybody everybody's to blame um so yeah uh, all in all, uh, this trilogy is horrible in its current state. 
so um, there there's been like a very long period of just because <laughs> Rockstar getting it right now. They they just getting just wrecked, I would assume, in probably more ways than one in terms, you know, outside of the negative negative uh, reception and, you know, in turn uh, negative press in regards to this collection. So, uh, at least finally, um, rockstar actually comes out, came out with a statement, uh, regarding, um, the GTA trilogy, uh, definitive edition. So <laughs> let me get, let me get ready for this. Got to get hydrated. <laughs> This is such bullshit. I'm going to try to contain myself, but no, right. <laughs> I got to get it out. I got to get it. <laughs> I got to get it out. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Hi everyone. We want to provide an update regarding the unexpected technical issues that came up to light as part of the launch of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. Firstly, we want to sincerely apologize to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games, the Grand Theft Auto series and the games that make up the, this, iconic trilogy are as special to us as we know they are to fans around the world. The updated versions of these classic games did not launch in a state that meets our own standards of quality or the standards of our fans have come to expect. We have ongoing plans to address the technical issues and to improve each game going forward. With each planned update, the updates will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. A new title update is on the way in the coming days for all versions of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition that will address a number of issues. We will update everyone as soon as it's live. <laughs> in the meantime, it is, it pains. Oh God. <laughs> in, in the meantime, it pains us to mention that we are hearing reports of members of the development teams being harassed on social media. I mean, that's, that's understandable. We would kindly ask our community to please maintain a respectful and civil discourse around this release. And as we work through these issues, while one of the goals of the definitive edition was to allow players to allow these games on modern platforms for many years to come. We also understand that some of you would still like to have the previous classic versions available for purchase. We will be adding the classic PC versions of Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas back to the Rockstar Store shortly as a bundle. Additionally, everyone who purchased Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition on PC from the Rockstar store through June 30th, 
2022 will receive these classic versions in their Rockstar Games launcher library at no additional cost. We will update everyone as soon as there are as soon as they are back in the Rockstar store. Once again, we'd like to thank everyone for their patience and understanding while we work through these updates to ensure these games meet everyone's justifiably high standards. Sincerely, Rockstar Games. So, um, first and foremost, uh, um, uh, back at the top, unexpected technical issues is, uh, excuse my French, uh, straight up literal out of the gutter bull shit bull shit bull shit just saying ain't no way ain't no way all these the especially the abundance of these issues that you gonna have the nerve to say these were unexpected technical issues. I, I, I don't believe that at all. You clearly somebody, at least somebody in that, in the team clearly knew that this is good. This is going to be horrible either. Cause it, you know, I think we touched on it last episode, but I mean, it was clearly some, the higher ups probably pressuring, uh, these, the, the development team, I believe Grove, Grove street games, uh, to, uh, get this out on a deadline. And, you know, because of the strict deadline, they didn't, weren't able to meet, meet, meet everything. It, it was probably in that weird, excuse me, weird state that, um, it was, uh, ready. I mean, well, it was playable, but not fully, you know, polished or got all gotten all the bugs out. And this is exactly what happened because of that. So unexpected technical issues, bull shit, bull shit. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even going, I'm not even going to censor myself for that. Cause it's bull shit. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, I feel a little burnt, you know, I wanted to relive all the grand theft auto games. I haven't played them in forever, but I couldn't because of all these, uh, the horrible issues. So at least it's good. Uh, they did acknowledge the issues, but I mean, saying they're unexpected. That is that just nobody can, can believe you, but you know, blah, 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 PR stunts and stuff and whatnot. So it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, but with that being said, um, I believe, uh, previously last, Around last Friday, I think they dropped updates for all the games that uh, at least supposedly resolved a fair amount of issues, at least not any of the issues that uh, 
not any of the issues that I'm running into, at least in my scenario, the issue, the main issue that's been problematic for me is the crashing of, uh, of vice city. It, it is not as frequent as GTA three, but it's like considering how annoyingly difficult the game is just based off of the, the, uh, outdatedness of like the mechanics and everything. It's, uh, I just don't have the patience anymore. And I, I gave a street three strikes and I was like, I'm done. But like, if they said like they fixed the crash and I was, that was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll hop back on. But at least, uh, doing some research, they, it didn't seem to the, this recent update didn't seem to fix those issues. So unfortunate, real unfortunate, don't release something that's not ready. Just stop it. Just stop it. But I digress. I digress. I digress. Moving on. Resident Evil four. We all know it. We, you know, it, um, of course the, uh, Resident Evil four was released yet again for like the 50th, 70th time on another platform on, um, uh, the Oculus quest back in October. And apparently, uh, some reception has come in regarding the sales, which is, uh, at least according to, uh, well, I guess. I mean, slight grain of salt. Um, the, uh, is it the head of quest? Who's the guy? I want to say Jason Rubin or Rick Rubin. Um, said that it was the highest selling game for VR in terms of, I think, uh, was it adoption rate? Double check. Get my facts straight. Get my facts straight. Jason Rubin. Yeah, he reported that. Yeah, we knew Resident Evil 4 would bring a different kind of thrill in VR, both for diehard fans of the franchise and those new to the game in VR. I'm excited to share that Resident Evil 4 is officially the fastest selling app in the history of the quest. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I was admittedly personally very skeptical, uh, st skeptical, skeptical of, um, of VR in general. And <laughs> this sure as hell got me in. I'm like, ah, fuck you. you. You know where to get, you know where to get me. You know where to get me right in my weak spot, right in my weak spot. Hit okay. It okay. Uh, but with that said, uh, additionally, they did announce that <clears throat> Resident Evil 4 VR is also um, being, uh, they're releasing the Mercenaries uh, as a DLC, free DLC uh, next year. So um, that was probably one of the downsides or downsides of Resident Evil 4 VR is that pretty much all the extra modes, uh, were stripped out for just basically the main game itself. And 
not uh mercenaries um separate ways that dedicated uh ada campaign um assignment ada which was like a kind of non-canonical like a side uh, mission with 80 as well and um it wasn't a huge bummer but it was it was a little bit of a bummer that you know not the full game is intact but it's understandable considering the whole nature of vr and probably them working to try to get the game out uh presumably you know before this holiday so um but now now we know that uh mercenaries mercenaries mode is coming to ra4 vr free of charge um it's good <laughs> it's good <laughs> has anybody done that i hope not <laughs> <laughs> randomly, randomly <laughs> talking to you. It's good. <laughs> what are you doing? I digress. Um, pretty cool though. Cause I think I heard, uh, I haven't beat uh resident Evil four VR on a professional yet, but I heard that, um, technically the hand cannon, isn't in the game, which, uh, for those that may not know, it's a basically unlockable weapon that you get for getting, getting all S rank. I, I don't think they technically called it S rank or five stars getting five stars in every, um, uh, level with every character. So I'm curious to see how that will work in VR considering that, um, well, I would assume they just, you know, do it in the same way they, they have with Leon where, you know, you can see the character with their melee attacks and stuff, and maybe they'll add more detail in terms of the fingers to make it more, you know, uh, accurate to the character you're playing as, you know, like uh Wesker or Krauser and whomever else. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I talked about it on t Twitter a little bit, but, uh, briefly not, uh, not looking forward to, uh, super Salvador who's basically a chainsaw guy on uh steroids. We're basically on, I believe it's the last level where he, uh, has a double bladed, uh, chainsaw, uh, which is, it feels kind of redundant because I thought chainsaws were had double. Well, no, I guess most chains call chain <laughs> chainsaws can have a single blade or generally have a single blade, but either way, a double, double bladed chainsaw. And then he, he must got some invisible skates or something. Cause that boy be, <laughs> he be skating. He be, he was, he, he'll skate and be swinging his damn chainsaw relentlessly with reckless abandon. And, um, he coming for that neck best believe if all else, <laughs> If all else fails, he coming for that neck. So, uh, watch out, watch out. Keep your distance, steer clear, stay far away from him as possible. Um, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Going to be, going to be a wonderful time, but Hey, any, <laughs> any excuse to play some more VR, Sign me up. Sign me up. And 
with that, that actually uh, will conclude all the uh, news for this week, at least that uh, caught my eye. So uh, let's get into what I've been playing. Uh, you already know Halo Infinite multiplayer. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. So good. Um, yeah, but still been just playing pretty periodically. Um, mainly just playing the quick play, uh, generalized playlist until they uh, get their act together and make a dedicated slayer or, you know, they separate the, um, the, uh, playlist more, um, which is, I guess that's overall, you know, after more time playing it, I feel like, yeah, this game is damn near perfect. It feels like at least as of now from playing it so far, I think just, uh, some things just to, to not repeat myself, um, from last episode, but I think pretty much at this point, all the game needs now is some more, uh, maps, dope maps. And Hey, you know, uh, put, put a little bit of that ivory tower in there, uh, sprinkle some of that, uh, lockout, you know, in there, put a little bit of that, uh, put a little bit of that, uh, Zanzibar, just a, just a little razzle dazzle that Zanzibar in there. And, uh, just with a, with a pinch of, of the pit, who, who, uh, what's the Emerald, Emerald Lagasse? Bam, bam. I'm not one to, I'm not one to always force people to, you know, always recreate your maps that you've already created before, of course. But I feel like, for multiplayer games, I think it's fair game. It's like just at least like four, like the four I mentioned that like, you know, something familiar and, you know, uh, comforting, but also of course have some of the new stuff too. I think that's a pretty reasonable balance. Um, or I mean, I mean, uh, Halo's done it like with three where technically, guardian was kind of like a spiritual successor to a uh, lockout from halo two. So, I mean, you can also, you know, get, get, get creative in those ways too. But I definitely, I'd be lying to you if I said I would, uh, would not want them classic iconic, just comforting maps, uh, back in some extent, some way, shape or form, whether it be redesigned, reinvented, you know, to accommodate the new, um, the new, uh, mechanics and abilities in the, in, uh, in this game now that's, you know, drastically different from, um, previous halo games. So here's to hoping, um, technically this is in beta though. So I'm assuming come December 8th, we'll probably get more maps and, uh, and things like that. Yeah. I'd say more maps. Um, the battle pass system after playing it, like if what feels like 15, 20 hours, maybe I'm probably maybe exaggerating, but it felt like that. Um, I'm only like at level nine. That just doesn't seem right to me. Doesn't, uh, doesn't seem right at all. So I really hope they do 
um, really revamp the battle pass system to make it more, uh, more generous and rewarding rather than it, it feels, it feels heavily stingy right now, like real stingy, just stingy, stingy is <laughs> stingy as fuck. Um, yeah, man, like each match, if I don't complete a challenge, I get 50 XP and I think to get reach the max level or progress to the next level is like 4,000 or something like that. So, I mean, I'm not no mathematician, but <laughs> I'm not no mathematician, but, uh, that just don't seem right. So I get maybe, I guess the factor of them, um, of the past being, being, uh, infinite. <laughs> I don't be, I, that, that, I mean, <laughs> that totally wasn't intentional, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, with, with the battle pass being infinite, but. Um, I'm guessing that's why they're making it longer to achieve. But I mean, I feel like that's kind of counterintuitive because for me personally, I don't feel encouraged to keep going because the past feels too grindy for me to like feel that way, if that makes sense. So it's like, I don't feel like, uh, I want to, I don't even feel like that's like my goal at this point because it's literally too grindy for my liking. It's like, Oh, it's a cool little optional thing, but it's like, it doesn't feel like, man, I, I really want to, you uh, want to get to this next level. Like, like call of duty, um, and their, their, uh, their battles, pa battle pass system, which is definitely felt more fair than, uh, anything. But again, um, I mean, I guess you kind of, balance that with the fact that call of duty does have a, uh, timed, uh, expiration for the battle pass where, you know, if you don't complete it by a certain date, it it's gone forever and you can't, you know, progress to any other tiers and have to buy the next one. So yeah, uh, it, I, I, I know, uh, three, four, three said that they are listening to the feedback of players regarding the, uh, progression. I think collectively, I think everybody has had that sentiment of the, of the, of the battle pass being very stingy. It's just like, it, it, it really is stingy to the point where it doesn't even feel like I, it, it doesn't feel like worth worthy of kind of a, Oh man, I'm gonna play this game to rank up my battle pass. It just doesn't personally for me, it doesn't feel like that. So, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing stuff of like people legitimately, uh, straight up just gaming the game, which, you know, I think is the bane of every developer's, uh, you know, uh, existence more or less in terms of like, uh, <laughs> you're playing, not playing how we want you guys to play. Um, we, we were trying to encourage y'all to play the game, uh, not to play for specific, specific objective and quit. That's please don't do this. So that uh, apparently is what people are doing, basically completing a certain challenge. That's very like weirdly specific and they'll quit out and then try to progress and, you know, earn some other challenge. So, I mean, this is a testament to your system, but I mean, with all that said, 
I mean, keep in mind, technically we are, this is a, this is in beta before the December 8th release date, but hopefully they listen. Um, yeah, I think if they do that, uh, have the good maps, um, yeah, this might be damn near perfection. The weapons feel good, pretty fair, pretty balanced. Um, yeah, I forgot, to, <laughs> forgot about ranked got me, uh, just been grinding, grinding, playing for these championships. Uh, your boy got a platinum. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I worked so hard for it. Uh, got platinum, uh, I guess to kind of get a sense of scale since I know each system is totally, uh, uh, you know, different for each game. Uh, I think it's bronze, bronze, silver, gold, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, onyx. So personally, I'm very satisfied. <laughs> I just, <laughs> when I was playing, uh, it kind of works like gears of war where you play 10 matches to, uh, you know, get your rank. And at least that was my rank. I, I got initially after them 10 matches, but I can keep going. I can keep fighting for, uh, for that, uh, diamond, um, which I'm probably going to do. I'm just going to do, see if, see how, uh, obtainable it is. And, uh, what I do like about, this ranking system is that it doesn't penalize you. It doesn't seem to penalize you if you lose a match, which I think is, I think is very important because it's like literally all the games I played, I solo queued. Um, I was like the MVP of the match and like just frustrated. Like I'm <laughs> kind of, I mean, not to, not to put this comparison, but like, you know, like, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on the dynamic. I think it's probably more accurate when LeBron was on the Cavaliers where, you know, you like feel like the only star player also playing, playing the mother objective. That's, that's the common sentiment I've, I've noticed across all of my rank match play the damn objective. I think I, I've probably ranted about that before, but, but it's still persistent. Now play the fucking objective. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying play the damn objective. Damn it. Jesus. I'm, I'm the only one getting a ball an oddball every time <laughs> that everybody, the other team just, just racking up the points. And I'm, I'm the only one trying to fight. <laughs> fighting for them points. Nobody else don't care. They just trying to get their kills up. Little do they know it's like, it doesn't, you know, it's a lot more that factors into your like score, which, um, it's good to see the game, like acknowledge you for that. Cause it's like, especially if you like solo queue, I think it's, uh, it's just very disheartening at times knowing that like you bust your ass, you, we trying to, I'm trying to win this <laughs> trying to win this championship and you know, everybody's like, ah, man, Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just, I'm just playing some halo. It's like, get play quick, quick, quick play. Quick play, quick play. 
play quick play, you know. But hey, I mean, as long as long as uh, as long as they they uh, you know, rate you on those those um metrics, I think that's I'm totally fine with that. I'll take a L if I busted my ass and was trying to win. Then um, you know, <laughs> I busted my ass, taking an L, and then my uh ranking being uh, totally suffering immensely for it. So. Uh, pretty fun little observation there. So who knows this whole this Thanksgiving weekend? Hey, you might, you might see a little, uh, might see a little diamond player on there. You might, uh, might be coming on here with some bling or something. Let me stop. Um, um, what else? Something else I want to do a touch on. Um, Oh, I think that was it. Halo Infinite is good, man. It's free. It's free. This is free. <laughs> it's free. So, um, yeah, I think that covers Halo Infinite. Loving it. Loving it. Halo was back. Halo's back. I think it's safe to say. I mean, personally, I'm not one to highly, uh, grade halo on its campaign, but I mean, at least even, even I'd say the same for halo five, even though halo five had a very lackluster campaign, multiplayer was fun as hell as somebody who enjoys call of duty though. I will let me preface that because, uh, to be honest, Halo duh, Halo Five was very Call of Duty esque, with the with the I mean running is isn't infinite, but you know the the uh, air boost I forgot what they call it the air air thumps and the uh, just overall mobility, um, which I personally did really enjoy. But I know others who are you know more Halo purists uh, probably didn't cater or uh, you know. Um, enjoy it as much. So for what that's worth moving on. Uh, play some more of that lost judgment. I'm trying to find it. I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> I'm about roughly 30 hours in now. Um, <laughs> I've been dropping this game and picking it up so many damn times. It's not even funny. And I'm so sorry. Uh, you got me. I'm so sorry, man. I, I could be a better, better person. And, um, I'm, I apologize for that. I've been, uh, it's not giving you that, that, that attention and love that you deserve, but, um, I'm back. I'm back. You got me. I'm back. I'm back and I'm gonna never leave. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving this time. I'm I'm not leaving this time. So, um, back yet again into uh, Lost Judgment, and uh, yeah, I am really enjoying it. I mentioned the uh, the new uh, fighting style, the DLC fighting style you get now with the boxing style, and that feels like it totally opens up the game way more now with the you know options you can have, which I think I touched on. So I'm not going to go over it again, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, getting deeper into the school stories. Uh, 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get in that, that, that sweet pocket, you know, that sweet pocket where it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is what I signed up for. This is, <laughs> this is, this is what I signed up for where you get that, that nice little flow. You just, uh, hopping from, um, side story to, to now school stories. And it, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying lost judgment. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find that judgment. <laughs> Ooh, don't you worry. So that's a uh, maybe unrealistic, but a partial goal for uh, at least this break. I'm trying to try to beat judgment. We'll see how that goes, but that's a, at least an aspiration. Um, so. But, uh, outside of that, um, I did a uh, real quick also, uh, mess with the Xbox one, Xbox one X, uh, backwards compatibility stuff with the, uh, FPS boost FPS boost, uh, for, of course, um, the series near and dear to my heart, the gears games, uh, they got the 60 FPS. <laughs> for best FPS, uh, updates. And I, I messed around with them a little bit. Of course, nobody's, <laughs> uh, gears one multiplayer is like a ghost town. So I just, uh, dabbled in some of the campaign a little bit just to see how smooth it is. And it's pretty smooth. It's this, it's 60 FPS. All right. It really is. So, uh, then after that, I jumped into, um, gears three, uh, multiplayer, one of my favorite gears of all time with a 60 FPS boost. Forget about it. Um, so I downloaded the, the update for it. Like when you launch it, I'll ask you for an update and it didn't seem to apply. Cause I'm like, this does not feel like 60 FPS. And then sure enough, after uh, I had to go to the configurations or compatibility options, and check it that time. But I guess it was weird because it did work for gears one automatically, but not gears three for some reason. But after that, it did feel like 60 FPS, uh, it did crash after I was playing for a bit, but I attest that to, uh, I think just the game, excuse me, the game needing, uh, requiring to be restarted after applying that, uh, update. So, and pretty much after that, I, uh, just dropped, dropped it to play, uh, some halo. So yeah. Um, and that pretty much concludes what I've been playing. So let's get into what I've been watching, which has been, um, tiger King <laughs> that, that, that goddamn near, uh, that goddamn near tiger going, uh, that goddamn near tiger gonna try to bite my whole damn uh ear off. Uh no, I told him he ain't gonna do shit. I ain't gonna do a goddamn <laughs> uh <laughs> so for those that don't know, uh Tiger King is probably like literally now a stamp in like pop culture with uh um basically it's this whole story. Um <laughs> I want to say quote unquote reality, uh, documentary. Well, I guess it's more so a documentary, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's some stuff that's getting fluffed up, especially the second season, but I'll, I'll dive in that a little bit, but yeah, essentially tiger King is basically this 
documentary about uh this it it generally revolves around the main person being Joe Exotic, who's this like um uh how do I even describe him? he's <laughs> I guess flamboyant is pretty accurate. Uh flamboyant um uh what what would you how would you define him? Uh animal animal wrangler that's weird i don't even know how to describe him now but, but essentially he owns this um uh i guess technically uh a wildlife resort habitat what have you where he basically has this uh very large private area where he holds a lot of uh endangered rare um animals at least of course the the general highlight is uh tigers and lions and stuff that, uh, you know, he's kind of made a lot of money off of in terms, you know, bringing the public in to, you know, watch and have like demonstrations and stuff like that. So it is some stuff that pops off, at least especially the first season. Um, but I mean, season two is actually is pretty close to, but, um, yeah, so that's generally the gist, but at least season two, the focus is, is definitely a continuation of one. Uh, they do take some liberties and branch out, um, with a a couple episodes. Like they actually focus more on Carol Baskin, who's (laughs) kind of been Joe exotics, like uh, prime arch enemy. It feels like, um, uh, in the series. So they kind of focus on her situation with, uh, you know, the whole mystery of like, did she actually feed her husband to, uh, to the tigers? Um, and that's why they, nobody can find where he, where he's at. Uh, but apparently like, um, they, I don't want to spoil anything, but like in the story, they, uh, in, in season two, they do explore a bit more about possibly, uh, the whereabouts of, uh, his, 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 uh, former husband technically in this tense, unless we don't know, which is still a mystery if anything, but all in all, um, it's pretty good, pretty interesting. It's, uh, it, it, it feels like with each season, it feels like they get more reality TV, like where, you know, they're just trying to fluff up stuff to fluff it up. But I mean, I was captivated. I did straight up binge the whole thing. So I don't think it was a big commitment though. I think each episode was like 40 ish minutes in. I think it was a total of six episodes. So, but, uh, yeah, if you into that, just, I don't even, I can't even, it's hard to even put this into anything. That's how I, I guess, which might be indicative of how, uh, you know, good it is. So I, I guess if you into, if you're into, well, and um, I, I don't, I don't even know. It's hard to even recommend if you like, if you love animals, I mean, it's, it's some tough, tough moments, but, uh, I don't know. I think if you're just in a drama and I, I dare I say it's pretty close to reality TV, to be honest, it feels like it, it is kind of the vibe I get, even though it's like, it feels like it's a reality TV, uh, series mask under, um, a documentary. I think that's very accurate. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, watch you a little, uh, love and hip hop, a little, um, 
uh, what real housewives of whatever city they want to be bougie in. <laughs> uh, I do recommend tiger King. So, um, yeah, yeah. How they left it off. Uh, they definitely set it up for a third season. I'm curious where that, where that goes, but I think, um, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm, uh, Hey, that third season's come out for best believe. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. So then, uh, did, uh, the reason why I'm actually am recording this a little bit later as well. Um, did watch resident evil opera. I want to say operation raccoon city, but it's welcome to raccoon city. That was the, uh, operation raccoon city was one of the, um, the Xbox 360 game where they revisited resident evil to <laughs> say, what if we killed Leon? What would that be? And they didn't really go fully into it, which, you know, was a bit of a bummer. It was okay. Um, anyway, resident evil, welcome to raccoon city. Uh, is basically, yeah, now a reboot of resident evil yet. A, well, well, at least a second reboot, uh, now <laughs> separated itself from the, uh, horrible Paul W S Anderson, Mila Jovovich, uh, I don't even know what you call it. The Paul W S Anderson's wife, um, sub story line, uh, Paul W S sub story, resident evil, resident evil, Mil- resident evil, Mila Jovovich, resident evil, Mila Jovovich, <laughs> resident evil, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> so ignorant. Yeah, Resident Evil Mila Jovovich. Okay, I, I can pronounce um, <laughs> Mila Jovovich. <laughs> uh, let me stop. Um, yeah, so no spoilers. Um, it's it was okay. It was okay. Overall, it was okay. Um. Is it better than the Paul W S Anderson's whole series combined? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wholeheartedly hands down. Uh, you could tell there's just been a lot. If, if anything, you could tell there's been a lot of love, um, towards this, uh, this movie, uh, in terms of, you know, from a fan perspective, you can definitely tell the director literally played the whole series or at least, up until Cove Veronica, uh, it feels like, um, but, uh, yeah. So you could, you literally almost all the scenes definitely had some reference in some way, shape or form to, uh, the source material of the games, which, you know, as a huge fan of resident evil, I, I definitely appreciate it, which is the one thing I think that did slightly irritate me about the movies, the Paul WS Anderson movies when they were out, they generally, did not <laughs> steer cleared of the source material as much as possible. You know, they, they throw you a bone every once in a while. Like, uh, here's nemesis. Uh, here's that, here's that, uh, huge, uh, executioner dude from Resident Evil five. Here you go. Uh, here's Wesker. Uh, <laughs> um, 
didn't they have a black guy as Chris Redfield, which is fine. But I mean, it's like, I mean, I guess <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, um, with this, um, one of the issues I will say is that, uh, it definitely, well, uh, I mean, it's definitely being the promotional material and stuff like that. So, um, they definitely mixed, they combined the, uh, stories of Resident Evil one and two and like pretty much truncated and, you know, just trimmed everything, which I think is definitely one of the, um, downsides of this movie is that they, because they did that, it's, it's literally a lot of stuff to pack into one movie literally combining the events of Resident Evil one and two into one single movie just, uh, was not a good idea in my opinion. I mean, they technically made it work, but overall it felt pretty rushed, felt pretty rushed. And, um, it just, it, it, it made us miss out on a lot of characters that I would have liked to have seen. So like, um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything that well, I'll, I'm not technically spoiling uh, in terms of people that aren't included in the, in this story. Um, like, uh, there's no inclusion of Marvin Branagh, uh, his story, which I always thought was pretty interesting and kind of inspiring, especially for Leon's arc in like the games, um, you know, as little or trivial as it is, but I think a lot of the aspects of resident evil had a lot of potential to be kind of, um, explored further in movie form, which I think combining both the one and one and two as a single movie was, uh, definitely a, um, just a, I don't know, a mistake that, uh, I think they would have been really better off just splitting, just doing, doing it game by game, you know, in terms of generally keeping the same characters and whatnot. So, uh, Barry Burton is not included in this. Um, it's just, it's, it's just a lot of characters I would have liked to have seen, uh, and see their stories play out in the big screen, which, you know, um, and Paul W. Sanderson definitely steer clear away. No, let's, let's just put, let's put Alice in the resident evil universe. That's, that's, that's good enough. So, but, and that's the one thing I do always, I definitely give credit to this movie for is, um, definitely showing a lot of fan service. I, I don't even want to say fan service. Cause it's, it's not like bludgeoning over your head. Like, Hey, <laughs> Hey, resident evil fans. You remember this? No, it wasn't like that. It's very, it was very subtle and tasteful for the most part where it wasn't like, you know, if you played the games like, Oh, okay, this is this. And you know, things like that, where, um, if anybody who's not familiar with the movie just saw this, they wouldn't think of it like, oh man, are they catering to the, to the Resident Evil fans with this right here? I don't know. So, um, yeah, no, I don't, it didn't seem like there was anything that necessarily was very fan servicey. It definitely felt like they were trying to tell their own story using the source material and kind of deviating off that, uh, with this movie. But yeah, overall, I think the biggest, uh, pr 
problem with this movie is the fact that they're literally combining two games into one movie, which is just, it's just so much that is being missed out on. I think that, I mean, maybe they explore it in the sequel, but it is like the ending was kind of confusing in terms of the, 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 the stakes. So yeah, yeah. And then ugh, there was a mid credit scene and uh, something about it just, uh, just, just gave me cringe vibes. I could not help it, but I, uh, in the grand scheme of things, I, I appreciated it, but just something about it just felt cringy to me. I don't know. But anyway, overall, um, if you are a fan of resident evil, uh, this is definitely way better than the, any, like I said before, it's definitely way better than literally the whole Paul W S Anderson. Uh, what is it? Uh, what 10, 10 part saga now? Cause they milked this, they uh, milked it so much. Just milking, just Mila Jovovich. <laughs> I did a different Mila Jovovich. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, just milking. She just, she just, she just all on them, all the damn Resident Evil udders. She just milking everyone, just milking them. That part of that, that kind of makes me mad, but I digress. So, um, yeah, if you are a fan of the Resident Evil games, I think there's definitely a lot that you will enjoy with this movie. It was fun. It had, it had some good moments as a whole. It just, I feel like the main problem of this movie is literally them combining the two games. It just caused the movie to just, uh, feel rushed. It, it felt, felt rushed. Cause they were, you know, introducing all these, so many characters from literally both of the, uh, the, the two titles, Resident Evil one and two. And, uh, it just, they didn't give the characters didn't have enough time to breathe, you know? Uh, so yeah, but, but again, I really did enjoy the references, uh, to the games. Um, it was like literally almost every scene had a reference to, uh, to the game in some way, shape or form, which, uh, I, I definitely respected that <laughs> it felt like, uh, the director, I think his name is Johannes something. He definitely played the games. He really did, which, uh, you know, I definitely appreciated. So, <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I think this is definitely going to get a sequel sales wise. Cause I mean, if, if, if the previous movies are any indication, it, it, considering how horrible they were, uh, I definitely, I definitely see this definitely getting, uh, getting a sequel. I mean, regardless of reception. So, Hopefully, uh, they did learn from this and I'm curious to see where this goes considering the ending and the plot. It's weird. That's all I'm gonna say without spoiling anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It's pretty mediocre. I wouldn't like, oh man, I want to see this again. Like if any like friend wanted to watch it again. I mean, like, I guess. All right. Sure. <laughs> Other than that. No, nah, I don't. It wouldn't really, really feel like watching it again. <sighs> yeah. 
It's some stuff I could really spoil and talk about, but I won't. Um, yeah. So Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. At least, uh, <laughs> possibly could have been because my expectations are were pretty low, but <laughs> it, it wasn't, it was very mediocre. I think that's probably safe to say very mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully they learn. And if they more than likely, whenever they make the second one, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Ah, it's hard to fathom at this point, but anyway. And, uh, with that being said, uh, I think that will conclude episode one thirty one of switches sites. Um, well, again, hope everybody has a wonderful holiday. Um, get them turkeys. Um, if, <laughs> if you, if you fighting with your stepmom, step, 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 dad, tell them to shut up. That's, I don't know that. I think that works. I don't, <laughs> Uh, I just assume people fight with their step step parents on, <laughs> on Thanksgiving. That is the most dysfunctional like <laughs> assumption ever. <laughs> you you go to you go to a damn uh, Thanksgiving shindig and you <laughs> you start instigate. So I thought y'all were y'all fighting. <laughs> no, <laughs> then they <laughs> they actually start having it. Oh, oh, you have an issue with me? No, no, I don't. <laughs> a little I'm just I was just saying I just I just thought I thought uh step parents fight with a step 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 uh children so uh I mean <laughs> as they fight now I thought they was just uh I mean I thought they fight but <laughs> let me stop <laughs> that is petty as hell oh man <laughs> Well, man, um, yeah. So again, uh, thank you guys for watching and are listening. Uh, if you did like, uh, the podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe to your favorite platforms. Uh, you can also catch this recording live on Twitch TV slash a switch generally on Thursday evenings, at least with this exception. Um, you can also catch the archives on youtube.com slash a switch as well. Uh, can catch me on Twitter at a switch also, um, until next time y'all get your game on, uh, feel free to fuck, <laughs> uh, gobble, gobble, all that good stuff. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.